Hello, sir. Hello, sir. I just want to highlight that it is uh, 13.44. Our assigned place of duty was at 13.30, whence I showed up into the Zoom call at 13.30. Actually, I showed up because to be early is to be on time, to be on time is to be late, to be late is to be left behind. I showed up at 13.25, received a text from you at 13.35 asking where I was. And my response was my assigned place of duty, sir. Certain things should translate and you should carry them forward into civilian life as a veteran. Yeah, but you know what? There was a whole lot of other conversation before that about you going and doing stuff and things and you didn't know if you're going to be back in time and you let me know. Nope, and nope, mm -hmm. nope. None of that, none of that took place. None of that took place. You said 1330. I said, yes, sir. No other conversation. I, you gave me the assignment. I executed. There's a lot of assumptions on your there. part, potentially. Maybe, potentially your part. But here's a safe assumption. Here's a safe assumption. You assign a place of duty and a time. I'm gonna be there. Eh. Unless eh. I'm not. <laughs> Unless you're not. <laughs> Unless I'm not. But hey man, this uh, this episode is gonna be coming out on Friday, and then Saturday is Veterans Day. So happy Veterans Day. To all of our listeners who are military veteran, um, it's uh, been a year and some change since we got out, and it's been an interesting journey this last uh, year and some change. What do you think? Yes. Yeah. No, super interesting. And, and uh, we wanted to use today as almost like a lessons learned, an AAR, if you will. Um, That's after action uh, report. For those that is, non, that is. non uh, military type, here's the deal: if you know, you know. Okay, if you know, you know. <laughs> and and I think this what we're going to talk about is also applicable to anybody going through a transition. It just happens that a military a military transition is a significant transition. It, it goes uh, a lot of times. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not going to suggest that a lot of folks aren't identified by their job and and that that it's a big part of who they are. I would never suggest that, but but I would. Uh, I would also say that I think the military is a bit unique in that from everything, the way, everything from the way you dress to the language you use, the AARs and the after actions, the left, the lessons learned, the 1330s and uh, to be early, to be on time, to be on time, to be late, right? Like all these different things, there's a language, there's a culture, there's an identity and, and, and the military transition is, is significant. And so the, from an active duty uh, or reservist or whatever you're, um, your statuses to a veteran tends to be a pretty daunting process. And it can be something that's, that's very significant, um, you know, uh, the transition out of that. And so for, you know, each of us, we, we both talked about this in the past, but a, a lot of vets, there's a couple of things that, that are working uh, against us. Um, and I'm not saying that as a victim, I'm saying a lot of vets are very, uh, you know, self-reliant they're driven uh we we oftentimes believe the lie that if i don't have it figured out then there's something wrong with me uh, i should have it, all my eyes crossed and my t's dotted like these are all things that should be uh because i'm a you know i'm a hard charging uh highly motivated military individual that that should have my stuff in one sock right um and i you know one of the things that that you and i that, that we've discussed quite often is that we thought we had, you know, we had businesses in place. We had, I, you know, we had discussed done a lot of 
uh, joined masterminds, done a lot of introspection, done a lot of work to prepare to get out. And we thought we had a path figured out. Um, what I personally experienced was uh, anxiety, never experienced anxiety in the past, wasn't something that um, that I was familiar with. So I had gone through some of that, some identity loss and purpose loss, all these different things I personally experienced uh, were not things that I anticipated. There were things that I thought I I had heard about them. I thought I had a mitigation plan in place to deal with all these things, and I was sorely mistaken. And and uh, you know, for me, what would have and and you and I did pretty good job with reaching out to to folks. But I think where I personally probably failed a bit is I I was more reaching out to peers that were going through it with me, yeah. instead of reaching out to mentors who had successfully transitioned. Like I, if I would have been thinking about this differently, you know, I would have reached out to guys that we talk to now, right? Like I would have reached out to like Corey Knopp, for example, and been like, Hey man, you transitioned 10 years ago. You're doing the sales thing. You have an entrepreneurial thing. Like, you know, talk to me about how, you know, what, what can I expect? And instead you and I were going through it together and we thought that that was going to be enough. And that was a lot. That was, that was, that was great. And I recommend everybody plug in. But I should have been looking at people who had already done it, who were who are solidly in the veteran category, and and not done it alone. Not thinking that you and I could figure it out as we went, because we do a lot. You know, we do that with our businesses. We we do that a lot. Yeah. Um, but I should have gone to somebody who had, you know, no kidding, like the bona fides to help me through it, and and I should have sought uh, that connection, that mentorship, and and really been intentional with acknowledging. Hey, this is not, I cannot anticipate. I've never done this before. So I can't really anticipate what it's going to be like. So I should probably, you know, get a community of folks that can really help me walk through this. That, that's one big lesson learned for me is effectively, I did the transition from a knowledge standpoint. I did it alone. I did it with you, but I did it alone in that I didn't have a guide to be like, hey, these are the landmines. And and even more to the point, a lot of vets, especially young enlisted folks, they're relying on their command and their senior enlisted and their officers to tell them and help them through transition. A transition, mind you, that none of those senior enlisted or officers have gone through. So Isn't they can't funny? really help you with it. It is it is crazy. And I did that a little bit too. I did that a little bit too, just to, you know, potentially looked at some higher ranks. But those individuals in those higher ranks have been even more indoctrinated and, 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 and part of the military and even have less are further removed from when they were last a civilian. So it's just an interesting thing that, that I think we need to be very, very intentional and humble ourselves to be like, I need help. And that's okay. Cause there are so many vets out there now, you and I included that would absolutely love to help and talk to anybody transitioning. Yeah, man. One of the things that uh, you and I have both uh, kind of put on our hearts to do is to uh, be be that that veteran who who you know kind of opposite reaches out to veterans that are in the midst of that transition or, or have it coming up you know within the next year or so uh, I've been you know intentionally searching on LinkedIn for people that have in their title transitioning military transitioning officer transitioning Navy wh- whatever that is and reaching out and just offering you know just 30 minutes to jump on a phone call and, and talk about some of the lessons learned. Um, and, and I know the, the individuals that have received that, that message, that phone call, um, it's been helpful to them because there are, you know, some of the things that we have learned that aren't talked about and, 
It's not talked about in, in the, the transition assistance program, the TAP class. It's not talked about from the active duty military that are still in, that are trying to help with you in your transition. And it's been eye-opening because a lot of the focus on leaving the military is just like where you're going to get your next paycheck and and how you get your disability and and medical and insurance and all these you know checklist type items. But some of the stuff that really hit us was, Again, that's stuff that's not talked about very much. And so, um, what did you say, David? You looked it up. How many how many people are leaving the military every single year? Yeah, I mean, the stat I looked up quick was uh, I think it was like two hundred thousand, um, two hundred thousand servicemen and women uh, separated from active duty in the across the military every year. So, if you break that down, simple math, maybe not that simple, but uh, it's approximately thirteen hundred people a day. Uh, are, are returning to civilian life. So, I mean, we're close to that listenership number, you know, right now, like we're, we're close to having that, that amount. 200,000. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Yep. Yeah. We have that. We're close yeah. to that, but uh, oh, kidding. Uh, but so, you know, we're never going to reach all of those people. Right. But, you know, hopefully this podcast can, can uh, help those that do listen to this show about the transition. So um, let's get into it. One of the things that you and I both um, really saw was a lesson learned was just uh, the idea of of purpose. And in the military, uh, a purpose is given to you from day one, right? You have a mission and you have a purpose to go and serve your country every single day. And when you leave the military, the day you leave, that purpose goes away. And if you haven't been intentional with seeking out a new purpose and taking the time to dive into that purpose, uh, it's going to be lost very quickly. And Oftentimes, a a paycheck, a, a job, a W two salary, um, isn't going to fulfill that for you, and so you really have to be intentional about reflecting and and finding purpose in your life, and you know, think about what is going to get excite you, excite you every single day to wake up and and go do. Well, yeah, and the underlying the underlying effort there, which I would encourage everybody to do, is. Um, is a, a bit of self-reflection evaluation. Give yourself give yourself some capacity to most of it that I've talked to that are transitioning. You know, uh, whether they're younger, they didn't do a full twenty years, or whether they're transitioning and they retired. And and even I, I spoke to a couple senior guys, admirals, as they're as they're transitioning. And uh, what I found to be pretty fascinating is. Pretty much across the board, none of them really knew. When you're asking, "Hey, what what is it? Not what do you want to do, but why do you want to do it?" Right? Like, well, I'm looking at this, this. I got an interview here. I got this recruiters pushing me here. Okay, cool. That's awesome. That's great. It's beautiful. Awesome. Why? Like, why do you want to do that? I uh, I don't know. I just yeah. it, it sounded sounded good. Okay. Well, I think for all of us, all of us should take the time to really reflect and figure out what it is we want to do. You talk about purpose. Like that's not something that's just easily, yeah, the military gives you some of that um, and within it, and it's incumbent in the mission. But, but sometimes if you really think about it, like it took, when I went to Iraq, for example, I remember it very, uh, very, very specifically when I went and I was there for a little bit and I kind of saw the lay of land. I was like, huh, interesting. I am actually not a supporter of, of what we're doing here, or why we're doing it. Because, because the mission and the purpose was unclear. And, and to this day, I, I maintain that. But before I went, 
that's not something I was just like, yeah, we're fighting. It's part of the thing. It's what we do. And like, let's go like giddy up. I still had that attitude, right? Like this is where they sent me. And, and, and most, most uh, military members will tell you they're fighting for their brothers and sisters next to them. Right. So like some of the political stuff goes away, but as you step back and reflect, the only reason I bring that up is I found, I was like, oh, that's really interesting. When I put some critical thought to this, when I do some research, when I look at this, like I actually am not a supporter of the, the, the national strategy perspective or strategy, if you want to call it that, of why we're here. And I started digging in. I'm like, oh, that's really interesting. It just was really interesting. It's not like I was, you know, going off the deep, oh, I'm not going to obey my whatever. Like it wasn't any of that. It just was more of a self-awareness to be like, why am I here? Like, what am I doing here? What's my goal? What's my objective? And what do I want to achieve while here and add context to it, right? Well, I think even in the military, a lot of times we may have a strong sense of purpose and mission because I still had a strong sense of purpose and mission there before and after that realization. But it, it just, I was just more clear. I was more clear on my why and it really helped me helped me formulate why. And I really, to be quite honest, I enjoyed that that deployment quite a bit. But as you as you as you dig into these things, you kind of you can kind of come to the realization that oh man, maybe I just I drank the Kool Aid, which is fine. That's that's okay. Drinking the Kool Aid is fine, but just know you're drinking Kool Aid. Well, as you transition out, that Kool Aid that 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 Kool Aid goes away, and somebody else will try to replace the Kool Aid, maybe with some lemonade, maybe with some civilian flavored something something, <laughs> yeah. and you can easily go back into that. And and all I'm all I'm trying to suggest is 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 most of us don't take the time to be clear. So it's very hard for us to answer the why question. And some people go to the grave, not answering that question. Right. For sure. And and so it's critical to be able to address that and know, and maybe it is just, I have to get a job because I have to pay the bills. I have a baby on the way. Like I just, that has to happen. Cool. Like that, that's great. As long as you know, with your eyes wide open, exactly why you're doing what you're doing and you don't try to 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 deceive yourself in some way like you're clear on it and that's one of the big things we talk about with with you know those are, those are conversations i have with transitioning vets i'm like hey man like let's just dig into this not that it should change anything i'm not trying to change your view or your actions but let's just understand why let's just understand why we're doing it right well yeah and, and that could open the door to something you never considered and change the trajectory of your life that's the other side of that right like it did for us yeah. And another thought is your purpose might not have anything to do with actually making money. Like your job could be one thing and it's going to pay the bills to keep their lights on and, and your family fed, but maybe your purpose has nothing to do with that, your actual job with actual, you know, making money. Maybe it's something completely different. Uh, so, you know, put that into the equation too. Well, what's the happiness book? Um, I'm brain farting it. What's that book called? The actual title of the book, the happiness project, but it's, the book is called, the good life. The good life. The good life. In that book, what's fascinating is the when they they went with these. Now it's in the third generation now, but the people that were making the most money were often the mo- the least happy. Yeah. And and you know the the one I think they called him Leo or Leonardo. I can't remember the guy's name, but he was a teacher. He was a teacher, and he was like they used him as as like a, a the standard of happiness, and 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 you know. Everybody knows what teachers make. Teachers have never really been like a an upper tier level um, from the amount of money they make uh, ever, right? And so right. it wasn't the money; it was something else. And, and and that could be you could find that you could take half, maybe a fraction of the amount of money that you potentially could make if you just pursued money. But 
multiply to the 10th, 100th degree the amount of happiness you can achieve because you're living in a in a purpose, like how you're created to be. Because the money thing, man, like the money, I've, I've not met a lot of folks that are just like, yeah, man, when I hit that other zero, then I was like, yes, I'm yeah. super duper happy. Like I've not <laughs> met that person yet. And we know a lot of multimillionaires, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, another thing that we talk a lot about when we're having these calls is um, finding a tribe. Uh, in the military, again, um, you you have a tribe that's given to you. That you are you enter the military, you're you're in a command, you're in a squadron. Uh, you deploy with people, you go into harm's way. You're challenged uh, with other people, and there's an immediate bond and connection there. There's a tribe. You know, you you move from duty station to duty station. Uh, there's a, a wife's group, there's a, a, a wardroom, you know, your friends become the friends that you are in you know, service with. Um, but the day you leave the military, if you're not intentional with maintaining those relationships or creating new relationships locally in person, um, you're going to, you're going to miss something really, really big that you haven't really ever thought about because it's just been given to you for so long. So you have to be intentional about inserting yourself into a tribe, inserting yourself into a group of people of like-minded individuals that can hold you accountable, that can hold you up, and and you know be there for you uh, along the journey. Yeah, and and nobody, everybody is worried about their own stuff. So very rare is the person. I shouldn't say nobody, but very rare is a person that's going to intentionally seek you out, right? Right. Because you are in the sea of 200,000 people that are transitioning. We're obviously specifically with the military. You're in a sea of people. <clears throat> and so this is a very individual, uh, the government, I was, I will, I will say the government does the best they can with, but, but you're talking about serious numbers, thousands a day, yeah. you know, over a thousand a day. Those are serious numbers. And so how, what do you really expect them to, to do effectively with that, right? And and so it is it is very much incumbent on you to be somebody who seeks out that tribe. And now you and I like are seeking out folks and we're trying to be, and I would say to all of our civilian listeners, like you are uniquely suited. If it's on your heart and it's passionate, it's a passion of yours to help vets, you're uniquely suited to be a great, a great mentor. Because you are a civilian, you've been living just a, a friend. civilian life. Yeah, right. Just, just you could be a friend. You can, you can also be like in the field that this person wants to be in. You, you can offer so much as a civilian, but as the vet, you have to seek these people out, right? You have to seek them out. And, and I, I hate to say it, man. LinkedIn, I, I tell you, I get hit up by more helping transitioning veterans get life insurance. Helping transitioning veterans, dude. All they want to do is sell stuff, which is it kind of kills me because I know when yeah. I reach out to a vet that they're thinking I'm going to sell them something. Yeah, and I'm and I just want to be a resource for them, right? Like, hey, dude, literally, I'm not trying to sell you anything. Uh, I run a men's group. You're a woman, so like, I'm literally trying not to sell you anything. <laughs> I just want to be a resource for you, right? And unfortunately, there's not more people like that. But uh, not, I'm I'm just saying not for people like us. But I'm just saying most of the transitioning are trying to, you know, they're 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 there's some kind of agenda thing that's tied to at least the people hitting me up. But what I would say is just try to add value as a veteran. You know, it, the the veterans who've been out, try to add value to those who are seeking it. But but those of you guys getting out, those of you girl, gals getting out, 
Like you have to be intentional. You have to put your pride away. You have to reach out to somebody, reach out on LinkedIn. You can say transition bets. You can say, you know, just look up veterans and just reach out to somebody that, that, that piques your interest. I would be shocked if you reached out to a vet business owner in a field that you're interested in. And they're like, I don't want to talk to you. Like I would be shocked. I'd be shocked. And so you have to do that too, right? You have to be willing to put yourself out there. But I promise you, if you do that, the the the, the benefits that you can reap and, and potentially the career that you can embark on because you did that are, are, are limitless. And it's it's something that is on each of us to also do for ourselves. We're not victims. We're veterans, right? We're warriors. Yeah. Like there's no victims here. Reach out and and seek those people that you want to be like. Yeah. So, I mean, what does that look like? And it could be tons of different forms and formats, you know, that could be, um, you know, reaching out to individual people and just asking if they wanted to, you know, connect and, and grab lunch once a week, once a month, whatever that looks like, uh, joining a, a small group at, at your church, um, joining a sports league, right? Like, you know, a men's soccer league or uh, joining, you know, jujitsu or like whatever that is, right? Try to find a local in-person tribe that you can connect with, have conversations with, you know, high fives, um, you know, fist bumps and, and, and 20 second hugs, like find those people in your life that you can have regular interaction with, uh, that can you know, come alongside you and help super important. And again, like David said, like, if you're not intentional with it, no one's going to come and like seek you out. Uh, so you have to, you have to find that, um, last thing, what you got? Uh, yeah, I, I just think it's, you should also take an assessment of your mindset, right? Like this is, I'll tell you, it is an exciting thing to consider new prospects and to consider, um, you know, to consider, a a, a you know, a point, a, a, a dot to life, right? Like what's next? What's, what's the next phase? What can I take an assessment of your skills, right? Like be for us military guys and gals, it's so hard for us to acknowledge. Like I'm really good at organization. I'm an excellent leader. I'm a, this, that, the other, I mean, I'm not talking about myself because clearly I started with, I'm really good at organization. And that's <laughs> that, yeah. that may be, I may struggle with that slightly. Um, but, but take an assessment and, and be confident in it. You gain some significant knowledge experience uh, in the military and and people want that. People want to hear your stories. They want to be able to to leverage your expertise, and 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 you can be an asset to. It really, I believe you can be an asset to any organization or any business you start or whatever it is you choose to do. You could be an asset. But if you don't know you're an asset, it makes it very hard for you to market yourself and to say, "Hey, I'm really good at these things." And, and let me, just, I, you know, I just want to assure you, it is okay to acknowledge the things that you're really good at. And, and I always would offer that the exercise to figure out what you're really good at is always worthwhile as well, because then you can live in that gifting. You can seek opportunities that, that are perfectly suited for you to, to immediately, to immediately uh, uh, go in and make an impact. And so what does that look like? I mean, it looks like a number of things. Take a personality to t- take multiple personality tests, right? Like, yeah. do, like do your Enneagram, do your, uh, your disc profile, do your Myers Briggs, do these things. If if you're if you're struggling to uh, to kind of understand where you're at, make an assessment. Strengths finders, like invest in yourself in some of these things, and and have like these types and understand what they mean, 
and start to know yourself better. Cause that's one thing about the military too, right? Like, like we wear uniforms, you know, what's your style? Maybe you're like a purple suit with a pink bow tie and a big top hat. Like, I don't know, maybe that's what kind of guy you are. Right. And that's cool. Like be who you are, but, but it's hard. Sometimes we lose, uh, especially the longer you've been in, you kind of lose um, some parts of yourself. Not bad. It's necessary, right? It's military, but, but, uh, recapturing and knowing that, knowing yourself is, is, uh, is the really critical part. And there's lots of ways you can do that. And again, like Stu and I are completely happy to, to have a conversation. I mean, I put my, I, I, I routinely put my number on LinkedIn in a post. I'm like, dude, I, like, I don't, I'm not putting a fake number, right? Like I'm putting my real number for a reason. If you're one of those 200,000, and you're kind of struggling or you're not struggling, maybe you're thriving, but you just want more. You just want a little more. You just want a different perspective. Like reach out to somebody. If they're offering, take that offer. It's not a handout. I, I, I'm not, I don't pity any veterans, right? It's just a resource for, to, to be somebody who somebody could talk to. And I don't even care if you're a vet, if you're not, not a vet and you're listening to this and you need to talk through something, you want tra- your transitioning, give, give Stu or I a call. I mean, if you call Stu, it's probably gonna be a boring conversation. You call me, it, it could be awesome. But like, just do it. Just reach out and 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 uh, uh, like start making that effort to to really get to push that ball forward and whatever that looks like. The more you know yourself, the better it is too to make connections. Because you know, like I know there's certain guys I don't want to connect with because I just I just know that like there's probably nothing I could offer them. Um, and I shouldn't say they can't offer me anything because everybody has something to offer. But but it just helps you really target and refine that that time. Love it, my dude. Uh, happy veterans day to all those listening. Uh, thank you for your service. Um, and, uh, reach out if you need anything. Uh, we've, we've been through it, still going through it, have a lot of lessons learned, uh, more than what we just talked about here. So, uh, if you're struggling, reach out, do it. And if you reach out soon, um, when this comes out yesterday was Stuart's birthday, Happy early and belated birthday, my friend. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Uh, super excited for you. 50, man, 50. Congratulations. Man, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Oh, my bad. My bad. All right. Take some action. Uh, easy steps. Do a search for whatever it is you're looking for. If it's vets you want to connect with, do a search for vets on LinkedIn. Super easy. It'll You'll be overwhelmed with the number of people come up. Uh, make a contact. It's so easy. Make a contact, connect with somebody, send them a note. Hey, love your stuff. Uh, would love to jump on a call. I'm getting out in a, you know, whatever. Can we chat? If the answer is no, please hit me up. Let me know who that vet is. I would love to reach out to them as well. <laughs> <laughs> Take some action. See ya.